Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, hey, everybody. Coach Ryan here. Thank you so much for joining me again today on the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. Hey, if, if you haven't already, I would love it if you would let your friends know about this podcast. I really do spend a lot of time trying to come up with topics that are important for people to live a balanced, fit, and free, healthy lifestyle. So if you know anybody, whether it's your your mom, your sister, your sister-in-law, your cousin, hey, your brother, whoever, let them know about it. And also, I love ideas. Like if there's something that is just like burning in your mind that you just don't understand about either nutrition or fitness or health or wellness in general, shoot me an email at rayannmullins at gmail.com and let me know what that topic is because I might just be able to give you a little bit more clarification and information on that topic. So today, you guys, this week, if you're listening to it in the current time, this week is Thanksgiving. Halloween has passed. Thanksgiving is this week. So that means we are in full on holiday mode. So before I go into my tips on how to handle the holidays, I'm just kind of wondering, like, what do the holidays mean to you? And is food your main focus during this time? Just curious. So think about those. And if you feel like sending me an email with the answer to those, then I would love to hear from you. I have a few topics, um, thoughts rather on this topic about holiday health and food, obviously, or I wouldn't be doing an entire episode on it. Right. (laughs) And actually somebody, thank you, Dina, for the question. She posted on my Facebook page, a question about how to handle the holidays. And so that is why I'm doing that. Anyway, when it comes to the holidays, I personally used to think of it as a free for all. I was free to eat without regard to calories or guilt because, hey, it's the holidays and they only come around one time a year. I can eat grandma's caramels, which, by the way, my grandma, Grandma Ray, used to make these caramels. And my friend Jackie and I would sit in my living room with the the big tin of these caramels and eat and eat and eat and eat until we were very sick because they're basically just pure sugar. Anyway, I would eat grandma's caramels. I would bake and eat frosted sugar cookies. I mean, yeah, I pretended I like decorating, but really I just wanted to eat them. Um, you know, I used to think I could drink cranberry martinis because they were pretty parties or maybe just at home. I would make a bunch of hot dips for the holiday potluck and eat a ton of chips with it. I felt like I could eat whatever I wanted because, hey, it's the holidays. And then January 1 would come and bam, I was in go mode. No more junk food, no more alcohol, no more cookies, no more fun, because now I was in punishment mode, punishing myself for having a great holiday season of gorging my face. Does that sound familiar? If it doesn't, keep listening. 
The good news is that it doesn't have to be this way. And I'm happy to report that I haven't worried about the holidays in many years. It's no big deal, no excess weight gain. And honestly, I rarely even think about it anymore. It's just like other days. Sure. I I really do like certain dishes and I do like to make special treats for, you know, the holidays, but like, it's not that big of a deal. Like I don't make it a big deal in my head anymore, which is actually a major tip there. So here's something that maybe you've heard about, or maybe you've read my emails about, cause I've talked about it before, but I learned about food FOMO several years ago. So FOMO, F-O-M-O is the fear of missing out. We get FOMO around many things. A main thing that we might feel FOMO around is like friends going out to parties or going out without you. You know, you're kind of worried you're going to miss out on something fun. Or maybe a new movie comes out and other people have seen it, but you haven't yet. You kind of feel like left out. And with food, it's a fear of missing out on your favorite foods, like during the holiday season. We eat things like Christmas cookies, special you know, meals, certain candies, special alcoholic drinks or whatever. And when we don't think we can eat those things, we get food FOMO. Okay. There are other ways to have food FOMO too, not just holidays. So here are a couple of the ways. Um, People from large families tend to get food FOMO because they grew up in an environment where they had to hurry and eat before the food was gone. I personally lived through this. The years that I remember the most are when I had three younger stepbrothers. We would sit down to eat, and if you weren't grabbing food first, you might not get something. Now, this would completely unreal my mother. She would smack you if you took too much food. So you were both scared you wouldn't get enough food, and you were also a little scared you might get whopped up against the head if you got too much. Okay, so that's one way, like thinking about large groups of people. You can't, like, you're kind of like, hurry and get the food and eat it because you're scared that maybe you won't get enough. You might miss out. Another way food FOMO comes in is through cultural food FOMO. This is when your family has lived through a tough time when food was scarce. And you know what? This may not be you specifically, but maybe your parents or grandparents remember a time of scarcity, like the Great Depression. So when you eat, you remember the stories of needing to protect or save your food. No wasting allowed because that means you don't respect the food. This can create food FOMO also. And around that whole thing, um, you know, when I was growing up and maybe you still say it now, but I remember People saying, you better eat all of that food because there's, you know, kids in Ethiopia that are starving and you, you know, are wasting food. And it used to terrify me because I felt like if I didn't eat my food that, you know, I was hurting some little kid in another country. Like I had this horrible vision and that also created food FOMO. So it just kind of seems a little bit different, but it's really all the same thing. Another way to have food FOMO is someone who maybe is life has a lifelong dieting history. Okay. So we all know about the dieting cycle, right? You go on a diet. So right before you go on a diet, you pig out because you are so scared that if you don't hurry and get that, you'll never have it again. Cause you know, you're going on a diet and you're never going to have sugar again. You're never going to have cheese again. You're never going to have bread again, whatever it is that you say you're never going to have. You know, a lot of people overeat it on Sunday because they're going to start their diet on Monday, right? That next Monday mentality. So this all or nothing mindset creates food FOMO. You know, I'm going to start my diet tomorrow. I won't be able to eat cookies. So I better eat 15 today 
right? Does anyone, right? Raise your hand if that's if you've ever lived that. And I bet you 90% of you will raise your hand. And then we have what I was starting out talking about, the situational or holiday food FOMO. You only get to eat this particular food during the holidays or whatever special event it is. And if you don't eat it or enough of it, you might miss out and have to wait an entire year before you get your chance again. So think Christmas cookies, um, you know, special dishes at Thanksgiving, a birthday cake, and so on. So what can we do to stop the food FOMO, especially around the holiday season? So try asking yourself these questions next time you're faced with food FOMO. Is this a real or perceived food scarcity? It's very likely you're creating this scarcity in your mind. You can eat stuffing and turkey any time of the year. It's not like you have to eat it until you feel like you're going to pop. It's available to you anytime you really want it. I mean, seriously, you can buy those ingredients any time of the year and just make it. Okay. So like, you don't have to wait a whole year to eat turkey and stuffing and gravy and mashed potatoes and whatever it is you like to make with your family. You can also eat sugar cookies any time of the year that you want. Sure, they may not look like a Christmas tree, but they are available. You don't have to eat them until you feel sick, okay? And you don't have to wait till next year to eat them again. You can eat almost all of the food that you feel is scarce, like special foods, all year long. Even around Halloween, people love those little, you know, mini candy bars, but really, you can eat those candy bars all year round. They are available, but maybe just not in Halloween packaging. Now, I will throw this in there. If you're a fan of like Trader Joe's or a special like special store, there are certain items that really are only produced one time a year and it makes them fun and special. You know, like at Trader Joe's, they have these really good pumpkin bagels or they have like cinnamon roll spread. And I, my favorite is their maple sea salt popcorn. So, so good. And they only make this one time a year. Okay. So yeah, you might want to buy it and enjoy it during that time of year, but you don't have to overeat it just because it's a limited time. See where I'm going with all of this. It's all a mindset. Okay. It's all a matter of having a scarcity mindset or an abundance mindset. Okay. An abundance mindset is one in which you know, things are available to you, but you're always going to have what's what you need. Okay. Now, here's another question to ask yourself if you're having food FOMO. Is your body physically hungry right now? I truly believe that the biggest issue we have as a society around overeating is that we don't listen to our body. We don't pay attention to what it really needs. So many people are eating just because food is in front of them or just because it's time to eat or just because they are at a party and other people are eating. How many times have you found yourself eating too much of something and you're not even hungry or you're so full you feel terrible, but you keep eating because it's in front of you. This is mindless eating. And and I want to tell you, I am not claiming to be perfect at this. Okay. I've spent many, many, many years, previous years where I was a mindless eater and ate too much. And so I've learned over the last 15, 16 years how to control it better. But you know what? still not perfect, still have moments where I have to remind myself. So, um, just today, for example, I had to run to target and I was a little bit hungry and I knew it'd be a while before I went home. And I just, I don't know, I was craving something crunchy and salty. So I grabbed some gluten-free pretzels and on the way home, you know, I grabbed them and I opened them in the car. Well, by the time I got home 25 minutes later, 
I had eaten way too many pretzels. I mean, like, I even was starting to feel a little sick. If I would have just pulled some out of the bag and closed up the bag, that would have been totally sufficient. But no, I just grabbed out of the bag one after another. So see, some of you, if you're listening to this and I work with you, you're going to be like, right, Anne, you told me not to do that. (laughs) I'm like, I'm just being honest. Sometimes I do those things too. Okay. So another question to ask yourself around food, food FOMO is what is driving your decision to eat right now? Okay. So if you're not hungry, why are you eating? Is it because you have the, you have the food just in front of you or is it because someone made it and you don't want to offend them by not eating it? And by the way, this is me. I have a really hard time with this because I hate to hurt people's feelings. So if somebody brings me some food that maybe they've, you know, spent their time and energy on to make and whether I like it or not, I'm going to eat it because I don't want to hurt their feelings. But this is not always a healthy approach. Okay. Or are you eating a food because you're scared you might miss out on it if you don't have it now? So these are some questions to ask yourself, you know, are you, um, you know, if you're scared that you're never going to get the food again, is that real? Um, another question remember was, are you physically hungry right now? And if you're not hungry, why are you eating? And this isn't by the way, just around holidays. I mean, this is, these are questions to ask yourself all the time. And something I work with some of my clients on is like helping them recognize why they're eating and does their body need it? And how can we eat in a more appropriate way? Okay. So once you recognize you're having food FOMO, you can start to think about how to change that mindset and realize that you can get food anytime. Remember abundance. We are so fortunate that we live in a place and a society and a time where really anything we need is available. Okay. You don't have to consume all 11 servings, servings right now. Okay. So keeping that in mind, let's talk about the holidays more. I have some tips for you to stay balanced and sane over the holidays. And here's something before I tell you, I think it's important to point something out. When you think about the holiday season, okay, there really aren't that many days that are actual holidays. And, and by the way, I'm just talking for myself and my religion for like Christian. I'm, I know that there's a bunch of different, you know, holidays and, and traditions, but I'm just going to go on with what I know. But so for me, there is Thanksgiving day, Christmas Eve, Christmas day, my birthday, which is the day after Christmas and New Year's Eve. Okay. And then let's just throw in maybe one or two holiday parties. Although I don't really ever go to many of those, (laughs) but let's just say that's six or seven days. Okay. And honestly, it's not the entire day that, you know, that we're talking about as far as eating, it could be like one meal or maybe two meals. Okay. So let's just say seven days between this week. Okay. Assuming this is Thanksgiving week and new year's day, even if you indulge on those days, okay. For one or two meals, that's probably not really going to completely derail your nutrition or your weight that much. The problem comes when you don't stop eating on the days that aren't actual holidays. Okay. So what if you just give yourself permission to eat whatever you want on just those days and do your best to eat normally on the other days? Okay. That's something to think about. That way you don't completely derail yourself and have to start over on January 1st. Okay. I'm getting to some of the tips now. All right. 
My first tip is plan ahead. And every time I give tips around nutrition and eating better, I think my first tip is always plan ahead because it's that important. And there's no better way to get through the holiday madness than to plan ahead. Each week, I suggest you look at your calendar and determine where your trouble spots will be. Parties, meetings, kids events, um, you know, neighborhood get togethers, mark them on your calendar and plan for what you will eat that day. Okay. Or night, you know, eat around that party or that event. You may have to take something with you. Okay. Or eat earlier or later than normal or eat out. So no matter what your situation, you can make healthy choices that will keep you feeling good. So if you know that your office is having a big old holiday luncheon, then that's fine. Plan for it. Okay. Just plan it in your day. That doesn't mean that your entire day is going to be ruined because you had a, you're going to have lunch. And by the way, you don't have to have a giant lunch. Okay. And those, those tips come soon. My second tip is tell yourself or keep yourself talking positively. So positive self-talk and affirmations. If you tell yourself you can, or you can't, you are correct. If you really want to maintain your weight this holiday season, then think and know you can. Our thoughts are in control of our actions. So start with positive and productive thoughts every day. Try writing out three to five positive affirmations that you can read aloud every morning and evening to remind yourself of your goals and aspirations. Okay. So question your food FOMO and recite mantras that keep you in the abundance mindset instead of the scarcity mindset. Mantras might include something like this. I place no restrictions on myself around food. Therefore, this food will always be available to me. Okay. And that's kind of a long one, but you could just be like, you know, this food is always available to me if you want a shorter mantra or something like I will listen to my body and trust that I will know when I've had enough to eat. Okay. So just pick your own mantras or affirmations that make sense for you, but be sure to make them empowering. My third tip is eat a balance of macronutrients with most meals to physically prepare for the events and parties. Okay. So what I mean is eat a balance of macronutrients, meaning protein, carbs, and fat with most of your meals so that your body can be in balance. When you eat a balance of those major nutrients, the protein, the carbs, and the healthy fats, you will feel fuller and more satisfied longer. This can help ward off cravings later in the day. Okay. So when in doubt, just like think about your plate, think about filling it up with vegetables, mostly a little bit of protein or meat, and just a little bit of starchy carbs. Okay. The idea here is that if you are not starving, when you arrive at the office party or the party at your neighbor's house, then you won't physically need the food as much. So maybe you won't eat as much of the stuff that won't serve you. Okay. You can then be selective and only choose a few of your favorite items and enjoy every bite. One thing I know I used to do, and I've talked to a lot of my clients and people I've worked with in the past is they would say, okay, well, I'm going to a party tonight, so I'm just not going to eat all day so that I can eat whatever I want tonight. And honestly, I don't believe in this method. I mean, I've tried it and that's why I don't believe in it because it really doesn't work. So then you, you don't eat. So you're starving and you go and you eat and you eat and you eat. And then honestly, like, is it really fun to be so stuffed and bloated and gassy at a party? No. And then if you want to go home and have a little fun time with your spouse or whoever, 
you don't want to because you feel yucky. Okay. So I'm just saying it's really not that fun at the end of the day to stuff yourself silly. So if you eat a balanced meal throughout the day, eat some breakfast, eat some lunch, have a late afternoon snack and go to the party feeling balanced and not starving, you may eat less and feel better overall. Okay. My fourth tip is practice mindful eating and portion control. Okay. When you are super aware of why you are eating, you can decide whether or not something is worth it. Let's say that you're at your friend Jan's house and she makes a killer cheesy chicken dip for her holiday parties. By the way, if you can't tell, I like a cheesy chicken dip. Anyway, instead of mindlessly standing next to the table, scooping it up with chips, you can get a plate. That's actually um, better manners anyway, but get a plate, take a reasonable portion and be very conscious of tasting each bite. When you mindfully eat, you will be more satisfied with a smaller amount. When you just stuff it in your mouth one bite after another, you may actually miss some of the joy and the flavor. Okay, another tip five is work on managing stress and get your sleep. Okay, we all know that the holidays can bring about some serious stress from traveling, hosting guests, buying gifts, going to parties, holiday cards, volunteering, and all this stuff. We can pack in a lot of activities during the month of December. So to help with your stress, take a few minutes daily to get really quiet and rest your mind. Meditation is a great practice or take some time to journal or just simply take a 15 minute nap or sleep in a little longer, go to bed earlier. Try to get at least seven hours of sleep each night. Okay. I want you right now to promise yourself you're going to sleep seven hours every night. Okay. At least be in the bed. Sleeping is a time our body heals and restores. So getting enough sleep can keep your hunger, your energy, and your cravings all in check, which can help reduce binge eating. Okay. So not just during the holidays, this applies to your entire, all the time, like year round, hundred percent. Okay. Um, let me see here. We're on tip number six, drink a lot of water. Many people think that just because the weather is cooler that you don't need as much water. And guess what? This is not true. You still need to stay hydrated in the wintertime. Okay. By staying hydrated, you're going to be less likely to crave salty foods and you can keep your skin looking soft and moist. So when you're craving a treat, try reaching for a glass of water first, sit with it for a few minutes. And if you still want the treat, eh, go for it, but make sure you're not dehydrated. And by the way, if you are a chronic dieter, you already knew this tip anyway. But carry a water bottle with you everywhere you go. If you don't have it with you, you're not going to be likely to drink as much, you know? So if you have it actually in your sight all the time, you're going to be more likely to drink it. And a bonus tip here is add some lemon to help with detoxing your body, especially if you are indulging in other, you know, foods and snacks you don't normally eat. All right. The next tip is, it's going to be shocking to you, I know, but it's to get moving. You will feel so much better if you can squeeze in a minimum of three workouts a week. So when you're pressed for time, it's best to do, in my mind, in my opinion, it's best to do a total body metabolic boosting workout that combines strength and cardio. Okay. So these types of workouts are both faster and more efficient at burning fat. When you do these types of workouts, you don't need to exercise a lot. Okay. I love teaching these types of workouts in my online group training group. Um, so if you like those kind of workouts and you want more tips or ideas, then, um, you know, hit me up. I'll tell you more about my online group 
And also, of course, walking is also a great option during the busy season or any season of the year. Just get up, get out, and go for a walk. So I hope that this has been helpful. I would say my biggest and most important tip of this whole episode is to be aware of what you are eating and why. Remember that you do not have to eat all of the cookies or all of the gravy. We are very fortunate and can have those foods any time of the year. Enjoy what you eat and stop when you are full. I wish you and yours a wonderful holiday season. I will soon be announcing my newest project and I can't wait to tell you more about it. Have a great week and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.